Good morning, and we welcome back to the Daily Pod the mayor of the city of Greensburg, Joshua Marsh, for his monthly visit. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Tom, and good morning, everyone in WRBI country. Happy Friday. Yes, and of course, uh, the uh, is Veterans Day uh, tomorrow. Uh, city of Greensburg offices are closed, and uh, they will uh, reopen on Monday. But uh, still, the uh, Board of Works and City Council met last night, of course. And uh, as far as the Board of Works meeting is concerned, Mr. Mayor, had uh, a presentation on the uh, 112 South Franklin Street uh, feasibility study. We did in this project uh, is one that's always sort of been there in the background. And interestingly, uh, Carrie Waldron is a, a Decatur County resident, but also an engineer that focuses on historic properties and assessments of those. And she and I were at an event here at City Hall about eight, nine months ago. She was talking to me about what she does. And I said, well, we have this building. And, and so we sort of started talking and Main Street Greensburg applied to the Indiana Landmarks for a grant to give us a better idea um, of the condition of the building that we own at 112 South Franklin. We've owned it since about 2011. Um, it was sort of part of this deal that happened then. We had some storms, it was damaged. Um, the city's ended up owning it in the past, um, a decade or so ago. We put a roof on it and put the a back wall back in place. It is a part of our historic downtown um, streetscape, so we obviously want to be protective of that. But finding a good use of it is uh, always sort of on the horizon. All that to be said, um, the Board of Works did enter into an agreement with uh, Ratio Ar Architects and CE Solutions to give us a feasibility study, some concepts, some estimates, um, some idea of where we are, but more importantly, um, an idea of where the building is structurally, um, what improvements may need to happen as it relates to that or not, and then what the cost of um, getting it up and going may be. We don't really have a plan for it yet long-term, but uh, getting it a little more, as they say, white box ready um, may help uh, bring another retail business into downtown Greensburg. And then uh, Amber Coyne with uh, Main Street Greensburg uh, went before the board, and uh, this was a uh, street closure request for the Holiday Walk. We are welcoming back Main Street's uh, downtown Holiday Walk the first Saturday in December, so that's going to be December 2nd this year. Main Street puts on a fantastic event each and every year that sort of kicks off uh, that season in downtown, and it always culminates with uh, the Christmas tree lighting. So the holiday walk starts at noon on Saturday, December 12th, and goes until uh, the tree lighting about 6, 6.30. And uh, they were asking for Washington and Franklin Streets to be closed down for that. They did this last year to great success. It definitely makes um, downtown a lot safer to walk between the shops, the activities. There's reindeer, um, cookies, art gingerbread contest over at the Art on the Square Gallery. Um, this year, they're going to have a trackless train that will give people rides and kids um, it looks really cool so i think they've done a great job for it so they were asking for the street closures which was granted and i'll take this opportunity to invite anyone and everyone listening um, no matter where from to uh, come visit us uh, downtown greensburg on saturday december 2nd we will have a lighted um, christmas parade that will start at 5 30 and comes through uh, downtown on the courthouse square anywhere down there's a great place to be to see it and um, yours truly will also be hosting our uh, kind of play-by-play, day-long action out there. So I would love to see you and, and say hi. 
All right, sounds good. And uh, also in that same vein regarding downtown, uh, Philip Dyert with uh, Visit Greensburg uh, went before the board. And uh, this is in regard to uh, some uh, Bicentennial Alley improvements. It is. And boy, it was like a lot of uh, downtown activity <laughs> in one one Board of Works meeting, getting it all in before the end of the year. But uh, one project that has been going on for about two years in the background and, you know, so often um, people ask, well, why does that take so long? And, and honestly, it just does. Um, and, and things move real slow and getting all the pieces and the parts and the players um, together sometimes takes us a minute. But uh, the alley that is south of the square that connects the parking lot, most people know it as the parking lot behind stories, connecting that to Main Street, making it a pedestrian-friendly environment. It was actually owned by both property owners. It was not a public alley. So at any time, they could have thrown up a fence and said, you can't come through here. Um, Luckily for us, they didn't do that. But we want to protect that uh, connectivity long time. Both property owners have agreed to um, donate it back um, to the city as public Uh, property. So that's going to be coming back to the city. And then in partnership with Visit Greensburg, who put on our bicentennial events last year, they have some grant and sponsorship funds left. Main Street Greensburg, again, has a grant that they've been awarded um, to go towards the project. And so the city's going to um, own the property and we are going to um, do the hard surface. So I think of concrete and down. So drainage, electrical and concrete work is the city's responsibility. And then um, Visit Greensburg and Tourism is going to take care of everything that goes on top of the concrete. So I think Arches supports art, benches, lighting, all of that is going to be their responsibility. It's a great partnership. Um, It's going to be a bicentennial legacy project, meaning um, it'll be something that when we maybe have long forgotten about the concert series or uh, the speaking speaker series or some um, tangible event that was great in moment. Um, and should live on in memory, this will live on in physicality. So we're very, very excited to uh, see that project come to fruition and a lot of hard work in the back uh, round starting to pay off. Then uh, shifting gears to more of the um, uh, nuts and bolts of the uh, city operation uh, from uh, downtown, Um, Zeke Smith, the wastewater superintendent, was before the board uh, regarding a uh, strand task order. This is one of those items that, again, yeah, to your point, exactly. This is nuts and bolts operation of our wastewater utility. Um, We have a consulting uh, firm that we use based in Columbus, Indiana, that helps uh, monitor, keep our plant working, helps answer um, regulation questions, help work with our private industry. And we have a hourly contract with them. It's sort of like a retainer. We've got them engaged in a couple pretty big um, projects at the moment. So he was asking to... Um, change the ceiling of that contract up to $60,000. That doesn't mean we're going to spend 60. It just gives them the authority to bill us up to 60 um, before they have to kind of come back and tell us um, what's up with uh, those charges. It is a per hour basis. We pay it monthly. It's not a fixed fee um, contract. Sometimes those are where it says, you know, it will just be um, X many dollars. It doesn't matter, you know, what you use us for. Not in this case. And we've had a long-standing relationship with them. We're just having them work on some larger projects kind of simultaneously. So we just tweaked that a little bit. And then that contract was also set to expire at the end of the year. It's a two-year-old contract. We're just extending it another two. Those were his two requests. Uh, the board did approve those unanimously as well. And then also uh, City Engineer Ron May with an agreement uh, with NDOT. And this is in regards to uh, preliminary engineering. 
It is, once again, a nuts and bolts type operation, but this is um, part of a very positive project that's happening in our community. Um, INDOT is looking at investing substantial amounts of money into Main Street um, on both ends of downtown in the next uh, four to five years. And uh, one of the items that happens when INDOT does that is they do utility conflict um, identification. If your utility is the primary property holder or property rights holder, um, then they will compensate the utility for any relocations, design, and, and et cetera that has to be done for the project. Um, on the converse of that, if uh, you operate in an in-dot right-of-way and they were there first and you have to move, you're responsible for that. So in this case, um, we have Main Street that um, became a state highway after our um, water and sewer were in place at some points. So on the water side, on a Wednesday night, the water board approved a contract with INDOT for INDOT to pay to redesign, engineer, move out of the way, and reinstall our water main on um, both projects, the east side and the west side. Now, when it comes to the sewer side, we only have a property interest on the east project, not the west project. So um, the Board of Works, which oversees the sewer department, um, agreed to allow INDOT to pay for and mess with our sewer lines as part of their project. So it, it's a no money exchanged. Um, we pay it out, but then we are reimbursed by INDOT for our costs that are incurred. So we have to enter into the contract with the engineering firm. We use the same engineering firm as INDOT as uh, to provide efficiency, obviously, and make sure it's not actually in the way. But um, that money will come back to us. So the Board of Works also agreed um, to allow INDOT to do that with us on this. We have this very same conversation with a project INDOT is doing out on um, State Road 3 last month. And then kind of just a quick, on the other end of that, we are actually dealing with INDOT on two projects where we're going to have to pay to relocate our lines. Um, so it truly cuts both ways. All right. And then, um, then you brought up uh, some uh, replacement of, uh, or at least some refurbishing of some landscape around the uh, the gateway signage on uh, Lincoln Street. We did, and that um, is there across, kind of next to Taco Bell as you come into the city of Greensburg. So there's that kind of very large brick "Welcome to Greensburg" sign, built in 2008 time frame, and um, the landscaping's original and one of those items where. It is um, aging out. Our street department crew ripped out some of the dead stuff earlier this year. We're trying to get it kind of cleaned up. That's been something that, you know, I've been kind of truly slowly working on. And the uh, sort of in this vein of, you know, the, the maintenance projects that we've delayed or um, need to have done, the landscaping components that have been put in over the last uh, 10 to 20 years or it's time for refreshments. It's not a forever thing. So we've taken a pretty aggressive approach to trying to clean up those, you know, assets that we have and, and get them uh, spruced up a little bit as, as you're welcoming to the community. It is part of our gateway improvement project. Um, it's the two year um, budgeted item that we've been kind of working on next year. We're going to work on, and we've talked about that on this program, our, our welcome to Greensburg signage. This is a piece of it. So we are um, going to work with Jackson's Nursery, a Decatur County-based company. They've done work from us for us before, and uh, we're going to get that all underway. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and then we'll take a look at the city council meeting from last night as we continue our visit with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this. 
Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh and moving into the City Council uh, portion of last night. And, uh, of course, the second and final reading uh, approved of the Unified uh, Development Ordinance with updates as, of course, effective January 1st and the conclusion of a multi-year project. And speaking of a project, but uh, more of a short-term one, really, uh, Matt Mason with the Veritas Group uh, was uh, before the uh, Council on the uh, Municipal Complex Project. We um, had a different uh, gentleman join us. Matt was uh, a representative of Veritas. We've been working with him a little bit over the last month or so. Um, John Bryant will be back with us. He's just on other assignment, I think, taking a vacation with his family. So uh, much needed as well. But Matt was here to talk about the um, street department and fire station construction projects that are underway. They are taking tremendous shape. Uh, there's lots of framing that's happened in the last month. Almost all of the wood and all of the steel are up. We've ran into one issue with the brick. Um, it was it had a manufacturing defect that was discovered after it was in after probably on the whole job site, maybe 10% was installed. Um, it got wet and it started to kind of fall apart, which is a very interesting uh, trade of a, of a brick. So uh, the manufacturer sent out their representative. They're based in Iowa. They came out, looked at it, agreed that it was a uh, faulty manufacturing process that should have been caught in their quality control. They are making us new brick and um, will hopefully have it here uh, by the end of November. That would be hopefully best case scenario. But, um, you know, now we're kind of working through the process with the manufacturer about timing and reimbursements and the expense to tear it off and put new on. And um, I'm very confident that they're going to make it right because they've uh, they've truly identified it to be a manufacturing issue. Our entire team uh, did a great job of identifying, I mean, all the way from uh, the Masons, which are obviously professionals in this industry, stopping immediately and saying we have an issue. Um, our building uh, contractors and owners representatives and all of the teams that have been involved um, really, really handled this incredibly well. And um, I, I'm glad to see that. You know, of course, you always think the team works well when everything's going great. What about when something goes wrong? And uh, this gives me a lot of confidence that they're going to stop uh, stop the project if necessary, if something arises. Now, it's not a full stop, um, but it is delaying us a little bit in that they were hoping to have the entire street department enclosed um, by now so that they could start, you know, interior work. Um, we're kind of stealing days here on weather. And uh, for that not to be done is a little bit of a delay. But we're we're making it. Um, I'm very confident that our teams are going to give us a great product. And, and that was sort of the extent of the update from uh, last night. And then uh, Mike McNeely, the police chief, with the uh, update on the HVAC system. This is on the other end of Broadway Street, and uh, they have been uh, working on their HVAC project. This was done late last year, and then it took about nine months to get all of the parts and pieces ordered and delivered. But uh, Coke Mechanical has been uh, well underway. They've got cassette units in each office, which are kind of these in-ceiling uh, heating and air conditioning units that service each room. 
They're working on running the condensate lines and um, and chilling lines. So those are making it's making great progress. Early spring is sort of their targeted um, completion date. We've went ahead and uh, the board of, something at the board of works as well was that the uh, police chief was asking to repaint the entire police department since it's empty in theory. Um, it's never a better time, and, and it's had multiple eras of paint uh, put on. So he, he's going to get a pretty decent uh, little upgrade out of this. Of course, the HVAC system is pretty expensive. But again, it's like anyone's home. You put in a new HVAC system. You put in new refrigerators, new roofs. Um, that happens when you start aging out, and we're 21 years on the building. It's still serving us well, but it just needs a little bit of uh, TLC and love every now and then. And then uh... – Clerk Treasurer Amy Bournes with an ordinance. Uh, this is also uh, has a, a bit of a uh, connection to the police department. This one, yeah, it was. This one was for fire and was uh, oriented towards retirement payouts that happen when when we have someone who retires, they get their comp time paid out. Historically, we've done that for both police and fire and other departments um, on. The idea that uh, we use the overtime budget, we pay them out. We kind of get to the end of the year. Um, we see where the overtime budget's at. We make it right, tweak it, um, get it fixed back to where we can get through the end of the year. So that one was for 23-27 uh, was for an additional appropriation to fund um, fire retirees that um, went went out earlier this year. And then 23-20, uh, uh, that was the uh, the one uh, regarding the amendment to the salary ordinance. And this was the uh, reduction of uh, officers uh, by two uh, for the police department. This was brought up at last month's meeting by uh, the police chief as they were finalizing the budget for 2024. And he requested a change in the base salary for police officers, um, adjusting them to 60,000 uh, starting salary um, up from 54 and some change. The idea is that he was staying within his budget, but he was not going to fill two of the spots that uh, had been budgeted for. That was not met with immediate support by the council. So a, a committee was formed of two city council members, myself, Julie Nobby, our HR director, and uh, the chief came and talked um, with the committee about staffing and budgetary uh, concerns and how that was going to look, uh, safety and hours worked and overtime and, and all of the concerns that were expressed um, by the council and um, the committee, you know, had a, a draft ordinance change 23-24 was amending 23-20. And the idea was that then the council could consider that. Um, and, and last night, the council did vote to approve that on first reading. So it is my uh, belief that in 2024, starting January 1st, um, our starting salary for Greensburg police officers will be $60,000. And then uh, you had uh, two items, Mr. Mayor. Uh, had uh, This is in regard to uh, the 2024 uh, public meeting schedule and also uh, next year's city office holiday closings. Uh, rather timely since, uh, you know, Veterans Day, uh, uh, Greensburg City offices are closed, but you're gracious enough to join us this morning. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. It's it is a holiday for us uh, here, but it's a great day to come into the office and get work done, actually. So I'll probably spend most of the day 
um, here anyway. But uh, sort of getting the meeting schedule set for 24, we have to publish that to um, all of our friends in the media for public availability um, by the end of the year. So we've went ahead and agreed that we're going to keep the same uh, schedule as uh, next year. If anyone is diligently keeping notes, you will notice that last night's Board of Works and City Council meeting um, is a few days early. That's due to some um, travel conflicts that I could not avoid. And um, so we've adjusted that. So we will do that if necessary, but we, we've laid out a very similar schedule to uh, this year and last year since we kind of overhauled our meetings to help uh, make them a little more efficient. So the schedule for 24 is staying pretty much the same and city holidays are pretty much staying the same as well. We just follow the state of Indiana's uh, state holiday list, um, whatever they say they are is when they are. And uh, per usual, if it falls on a Saturday, Friday's the day that we get off. And uh, if it falls on a Sunday, Monday's the day we get off. And as you've duly noted, tomorrow is Veterans Day. I invite everyone out uh, to our Veterans Day parade in downtown Greensburg. It will step off at 11 o'clock. If you'd like to be in the parade or have a veteran, our veteran, it, it um, leaves from Gill and Howe. Uh, lineup starts at 10, and then there's usually a great little service that happens at the War Memorial on the south end of the square. We would encourage everybody to come out, participate, be a part of it uh, tomorrow morning at 11. All right. And then uh, Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh, again, uh, thank you for joining us on the uh, city holiday. Stay well, safe travels next week, and uh, look forward to uh, speaking to you again next month. Thanks, Tom, and everyone have a great uh, weekend and a great Thanksgiving if I don't chat with you before then.